17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. I mean, five and one in the division is a you know it's a good feat. It's it's a it's a pretty good. You always want to have a good record in your division, um, but ultimately, you want to get to the playoffs too. So, which one matters the most? And, That's all I'm saying. You know, Pittsburgh may have an opportunity to get in. Um, obviously, they need a lot of help on Sunday, so we'll see what happens. Um, but look, it was a game that, you know, and I saw some Ravens fans not thrilled about losing. Look, at the end of the day, nobody wants to see their team lose, whether it's you know, the starters playing, the backups, especially when you're playing against, you know, your prob- probably your most hated rival in the division, you know, and you're trying to avoid the sweep and you got to, same thing for the Ravens. It's kind of like what's more important, uh, avoiding the sweep from the Steelers or getting out as healthy as you can to get to the postseason. I, I think the Ravens accomplished what they wanted to accomplish for the most part. A couple of their guys hit some incentives. Um, yeah, they had a couple of guys get nicked up, but from what John Harbaugh said, it doesn't seem like any of those injuries are going to impact them in the divisional round of the playoffs, which is good. Um, you got to get some young guys like Trenton Simpson, yep. some run out there. So, I mean, all in all, I, I think it was a successful day for the Ravens. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I'll start on the um, defensive side of the ball because you kind of made some references there. First and foremost, um, Jadavion Clowney received, I believe, a $750,000 bonus because all he needed was one more, uh, half of a sack going into the game. He did get a sack um, against Mason Rudolph. And so he was, um, he, he did a sack dance, but I think it was more like a money dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I do not blame him at all. Congratulations to Jadavion Clowney. Um, he's a guy that, uh, you know, I don't know what the future holds for him and the Ravens, but I really have enjoyed him. I really, I would love to see him back, um, because I thought that he played at a very high level. I know that, um, in the last recent years, you know, he's bounced around a little bit and we know how that ended with Cleveland, but, you know, I I just don't think that, I think sometimes when you find the right place and you find the right situation, you tend to elevate, um, your level of play. And I think that, you know, Jadavion is at a place where there wasn't a ton of pressure on him in terms of like, oh, well, we need you to be this guy, right? But also he's playing around a core group of guys that know, you know, that know how to play together and his techniques and ability just added to what it is that they wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody for a while now felt like Jadavion Clowney and the Ravens were a match made in heaven. And um, I talked to him earlier in the year and you know, he was telling me about how people would always tell him that and how he had kind of played with the idea in his mind and how fulfilling it was for him to get here and it kind of work out the way a lot of people thought it would. It doesn't always go that way. Um, and he just talks about the building and the people in the building and, you know, just how refreshing it is to, to be a Raven. Um, and I think you see it on the on the field when he plays. Uh, plays he's always played with a lot of energy, and I, I think Jadavian Clowney when he was signed, you know, people had some people had some issues with it because you know he was maybe not uh, always getting home on some of those sacks and stuff. But I think it's definitely rewarding to see him not only be able to get the sacks that he's been able to get this year 
but still be disruptive enough to help guys like Matt Abike get to yep. double-digit sacks, to help Kyle Van Noy get his sack numbers. I mean, he is—he has been a bad pro. He's—he's he's been a contributor to a lot of other people's success, including his own. I completely agree with that. Um, so shout out to him for you know having an opportunity to cash out. Uh, and he did just that. Um, you mentioned guys like, you know, younger guys playing. Trenton Simpson is a guy that um, you wonder um, what this will look like moving forward in this case that Patrick Queen does not potentially come back as a Raven and moves elsewhere. And I liked what I saw from him. He's a fast player. Um, he got a lot of praise coming out of Clemson. We didn't get to see a whole lot of him. There's been injuries and just, you know, availability situations. But um, with Malik Harrison being out uh, with a concussion, I believe, you know, it gave him an opportunity to play. And I thought that he did really well um, in, in terms of what he was able to do. You know, I think that the, that was a game that you really liked seeing guys like him and Tavius Robinson get those snaps because you're not really sure how much they're going to get moving forward. But that was a day that they were able to get consistent snaps. And I, I liked what I saw on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, he's a fast guy, plays with energy. Um, and, look, when you're a middle linebacker, the ball is going to find you, especially when you're playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're coming right down the pipe. They're not sugarcoating what they want to do. You know exactly where they're coming. Um, so you're, a middle linebacker, more times than not, is going to be involved in the play somehow. So what I look for from those guys is how well do they do with shedding blocks how good are they in filling the hole, you know, filling the gap and stuff? And how good are you in, you know, being able to wrap up and, and, and complete tackles, especially in the open field? And he checked a couple, he checked quite a few boxes in that game. And I don't want to overreact, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's one game. Um, but, but it is a game that's against a team that had something to fight for. for sure. right? I think that for that's sure. something that you that we have to take into account there because mm -hmm. one team did care about how that ended and one team was kind of like, I mean, we don't not care, but we've already accomplished what we've wanted to accomplish. No, no question. I mean, I definitely – it wasn't a preseason game, you know. Yeah, Maybe for, for sure. the Ravens it was, but not for the team that they were playing. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely give them credit – uh, for the game that he had, I guess for me, it's especially when you're talking about going forward and him being a potential replacement for Patrick Queen. It's no way to really know just how consistent he can be. You know, everybody has had their moments, a game here and there. And I'm, and I'm again, I'm not saying this to dismant to, to discredit the game he had. I'm more so just saying that there's still a lot more to figure out about Trenton Simpson going forward. But and, and that like. Date not really a debut, but you know, and, and that outing that he had against Pittsburgh for sure, he didn't do himself, uh, uh, he didn't hurt himself in the process by going out there and playing the way he did. He definitely popped out to me quite a few times. I thought he had himself a pretty good game and got himself his first career sack. That being and, and look, that being said, there were a lot of starters that did play. Um, I saw some uh, on defense, I saw some folks that had some concern. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I listen, I I have to assume that a lot of business decisions were made out mm -hmm. on that field on Sunday. I mean, excuse me, Saturday. It was raining. It was cold. You know, I I, I got to look. I don't want to say that these guys 
didn't put in a hundred percent, but it looked like that they were kind of like saying like, look, I want to make sure that I'm good in two weeks. So this doesn't really matter as much to me to put in like the total effort. And I'm okay with that type of business decision. If that, if what, if that happened and it stopped you from potentially getting injured, I think that that's a win. The Steelers game plan was clearly to force the Ravens to play football on Saturday defensively uh, to force the Ravens defense to play football. I mean, look, like I said, that's what the, that's what they do. Anyway, they're coming right at you. They're running downhill. That's what they want to do, but kind of like coinciding with that game plan that they have every week. And this one, it, 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 it meant even more because like you said, the Ravens didn't want to play that much you know the game is being played inside the numbers a lot of bodies in the piles a lot of bodies cluttering the middle of the field Najee Harris is running hard all day Saturday and you know if you're going to get in there you're going to you're going to feel that impact so yeah I mean I agree I mean just watching it with the naked eye it did look like there were times where the Ravens guys were not necessarily trying to give it I don't want to say not give it their all but not risk it all to make every single tackle on every single play at time. So um, that that I don't I don't want I don't want to sound like I'm excusing anybody in football not going a hundred percent. I understand it. I understand it. I do too. Um, which is why guys like Roquan Smith wasn't in the game because you can't tell Roquan not to go a hundred percent. He doesn't know any other way. Yeah. Um, so I understand it. I'm not going to condone it, but I understand it. Right. I will also say in certain instances, when it comes to guys that gave me concern, Marcus Williams gave me quite a bit of concern on Saturday and not even just on a Deontay Johnson touchdown. I mean, look, it wasn't a lot of plays at the back end of the defense was involved in. He, he really only had a couple of opportunities to truly be involved in a play. Um, but it, it, it was, it's kind of been a, uh, I'm, not every game, but he's had more like eyebrow raising moments for me over the last quarter of the season than, you know, plays that make me praise him. He's had some good moments, um, but he's had quite a few moments to where it's just like, what's going on? And, and like I said, it wasn't just the Deontay Johnson touchdown where I don't know what he was doing. It looked like he was supposed to be there and he was either decisive or just late on the play, but there was also a play earlier in the game on a smaller scale. I think it was a third down play where Patrick Queen is kind of in the flats, and I think they hit either the tight end or the running back on the left side and ended up getting a first down. And PQ is looking at Marcus Williams like, bro, where are you Where are you at? Where are you at? And Williams just, just looking at his body language, it, it was just like, whatever. You know, just on. I'm going on to the next play. I'm going back to my spot. <laughs> it's whatever. You know, Marcus Williams was awesome, you know, uh, IDGAF. At that point, at that point, and look, it it may have been, you know, how a lot of those guys were on, but just, you know, that, that, that was a little concerning to me on the back end. They have it as a totality on the defense, on the back end. I'm not concerned. This isn't a team that gives up a lot of big plays through the air. So I'm not trying to dress this up like this is something that's going to kill them in the playoffs. 